This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Southern Magnolia Smiles, a locally owned and operated dental office right here on Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. Dr. Robbie Williams and his friendly staff provide convenient and quality dental care in a comfortable environment. Their number one goal is to make your experience an exceptional one by providing efficient and financially manageable treatment options just for you. Be sure to check them out on their website at southernmagnoliasmiles.com or reach out to them by giving them a like on their Facebook page or following them on their Instagram account. Now, let's jump into the episode. What's up, everybody? It's the Brown Water Banter Podcast. I am Jared Seymour. This is Joey Cates. What up? And we got Chris Barlow in here today, man, talking. uh, We're going to talk a little bit of uh, hunting and fishing. Is that right? Yep. Sounds good. Uh, Chris runs a uh, charter boat out of where? Um... For fishing, Ocean Springs. Um, for duck hunts, man, we leave all over. I hunt from uh, state line to state line. Wherever the ducks are, we go. Nice, nice. Oh, sweet. Uh, we're sipping on a little bit of a uh, little bit of brown water as well tonight, or uh, or this evening, I should say. Uh, yeah, good let's stuff. let's discuss that real quick. We got some good stuff here on the top. This is that uh, seventeen ninety two uh, foolproof. I put a picture of that on the on the page this week. Had a lot of comments on that. People that drank it before and tried it. Um, I think it's really good. It's super smooth. And then Joey with his uh, <laughs> rich and rare reserve. You know, you warned me of that, and it's actually uh, it's it's not good. bad. Yeah, I told he, you. He, he, he played it down very much, and it's, it's way better good. than what well, he said this it would is, be. I'm going to be totally honest on the podcast here. I shit on this all the time when he brings it, and every time I give it to somebody, they say exactly what you just said. Really? They like it. You and warned it, me, but it was It kind of pisses me off a little bit, but <laughs> hey, <laughs> the truth is the truth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it is yeah. a Canadian whiskey. It's a blend. I think this whole liter costs 47 cents. Yeah. And you you can get it at a your local liquor store if uh, <laughs> if you're if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. So, but anyway, so we we got one of these to sip on while we talk uh, hunting and fishing here. So, Chris, how did you get started uh, into the? Uh, ch- let's start with charter boats. Like, how okay. did you get started into that first? Man, uh, honestly, ever since I was probably a young teenager, it's something on the uh, it was always on the back of my head. Something I wanted to do, right? And uh, financially, wasn't able to do it for a long time. You know, you worked uh, some other jobs before you. Yeah, went I worked that? in the casino industry for about. Uh, about nine years on and off, went to college, you know, I got a, uh, a four year, two year degree, you know, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, school, schooling wasn't my thing. Right, um, yeah. I love school. I, I don't know. Oh, hang I on. It. Let me back this up. I'm good at school, but I never loved school. Right. Um, but now I grew up fishing and hunting here. Um, not duck hunting. We'll get in that later. Okay. Um, but grew up fishing here whenever I was old enough to drive. My dad had a 15 and a half foot Mitchell boat and I can go wherever I pleased and, uh, Something I always want to do, and uh, a few years back, I was able to start chartering and doing what I love. How'd you make Sweet. the leap from uh, from from working a regular job into into transitioning full blown into uh, charter, charter fishing? Because to me, that seems it's like scary. a scary. No, one hundred percent scary because right? there's a lot of unknowns, and it's not so much the fishing, boating parts, the business part, and all the unknowns. What? How many trips are you gonna get? Are you gonna make money? Can you pay bills? Right, right. I got yeah. bills. You know, <laughs> we it. all do. That's it. But, yeah, the, weather, uh, the weather rains, or it rains for a month, or the it, water goes to crap. Exactly. Like BP oil spill. BP oil spill. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a, you know some things that's happened, right? Yeah. No. I was lucky enough in the casino world uh my boss was uh good friends to me and um i was able to go to part-time there and i started chartering part-time and after a few months of uh getting into the charter business i realized it was for me so uh, i left the casino and just went full-blown full-time probably after two or three months i want to say i started running trips in april or may and by july i was just chartering yeah, That's so you, you made a smooth transition into yeah, it, right? For sure. Uh, what, what's I guess it, you could say smooth, yeah. but as smooth as it, as it could as be, possibly. Yeah. Go. yeah. What's it like when you make that first uh, that first charter trip, where like you know you're the captain of the boat, these people paid good money, you know, to saying it's not for yeah, for it's not fun, fun for you, yeah, for right? sure. Like you yeah. have to produce. Oh, uh, there's a lot of stress there, and most of that's no preparation. But honestly, it's I was blessed with good clients from the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
and that makes it a lot easier. And at some point, it's like fishing with friends. Okay. And uh, it just works, man. And people enjoy it. And the stuff that me and you and seasoned guys see every day might take for granted. These guys have never been on a boat. Just yeah. they're opened up to a new world and every little thing makes them happy. And it makes you, you know, self-gratification, that stuff that you didn't see before. It opens your eyes again, you know. Joe mentioned that on the on the podcast previously about guys seeing uh, – him throw a net from the front of the boat like yep. we just take that for granted yeah, yeah like what is this, this a cast net i've never seen them before right yeah we, we take a lot of stuff for granted down here naturally because you yeah. just see it every day right? up with it. if yeah. you're if you're somebody from where do you get your clients from like now is it Man, no, the all, nor- all, northern guys all over. northern okay. guys i mean with uh you know winter snowbirds. spring being here you get a lot of <laughs> snowbirds you know yeah right um, but really everywhere every walks of life every Every state, um, just all over, really. Some of them probably their first time ever a being lot. out in a body of water like the Gulf of Mexico. A lot. I tell salt you, water. two years ago, I took a lady and her husband, never been fishing before in salt water. Okay. Her first trout was, uh, first trout of the day she caught, I think it was 25 and a half inches. Wow. And she's like, oh, is, that a, is that a good one? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. People people would fish 10 years to catch. Right. I mean, down on where we are, you right. know, y'all right. talked about with Josh Kovacevic, who I, right. I went to high school with and friends with, talked about Sorry. trout. And Sorry I'm about like, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, they're like, man, that's a good one, you know, and it's just some people don't know, but it opens up their eyes to what we have, right. you know. That's right. That's right. That's, that's definitely. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's cool, man. We have a lot to offer down here, especially part of the gulf of mexico so for sure uh, what uh where did you pull your first like set of clients from you know when you're this new new business yeah right new uh you know everything pretty much nowadays is online so that's yeah. the big bulk of uh interwebs exactly interwebs and then uh now it's a lot of word of mouth man you yeah. take somebody on a good trip and say they're from vicksburg or jackson or northern alabama they talk tell their, they tell their buddies and they come and they have a good time and it keeps on flowing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah repeat business. I'm exactly. sure is a huge that's part of it, right? That's a key to it. And it takes, it takes a long time. You know, this is, uh, let's see, this 2020 will be my fourth year fishing now. So it definitely takes time to uh, get those repeat clients. Is it still as much fun to you now that it's a quote unquote job? You know what I mean? Has it? It's definitely as much fun on the boat, but there's a lot of stress that goes into it and yeah. breakdowns and preparation and tackle and just it's it, it's never ending. But I love it and I enjoy it, you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> a lot of a lot of people get burned out on it, but I love it. What's the uh, t- talk to us a little bit about that? Because people see you show up at the dock with the boat, right? Yeah. They get on your boat. They go out. They fish, right? You yeah. Clean every, the fish every, at the end. Of everything's the day. ready. They walk on and walk <clears throat> and off with it, a bag right? of fillets, hopefully, and yeah. uh, they're on their way. But man, there's you know two or three hours of work before they get to the boat, and when they leave, you mm-hmm. got to scrub a boat, redo all the rods, fix everything that's broke. Hopefully nothing broke on the boat that day because that that adds up. <laughs> yeah, that that is, refuel, refuel. But yeah, it's a lot of it's it's work. But man, I, I tell people jokingly that being on the boat's the easy part, and it really yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, that's like I was telling him, like we're recording these podcast episodes. This is just the you know the, the all the editing and this, the stuff outside yeah, this of it. Is the paycheck. Yeah, right. you got work to do after yeah, uh, after yeah, all this. Is, this is the easy sure. part. So. Uh, that's but great. yeah, it definitely gets stressful too. You know, you got everyone's got slow days. You know, yeah. you always see the pictures of all the good catches, and there's a lot of days where it's slow, and your mind will stress <laughs> out, thinking, "Should I go on here? Should I go here? Do I need to move? Yeah. Blah blah blah. What am, what, what am I doing? Do we need to change baits? Do we need to move? It's too rough. I mean, it gets stressful for sure, but I still enjoy it. What do you do on those days where you don't feel like the bite was as hot as you would have liked it to be? Like, do you have clients that do they? Is that, is that ever an issue? I mean, obviously, they want to catch fish all day, every day, right? Yeah, like, I mean, it's a, it's a reality of fishing, but uh, most people understand. Right. And sometimes, you know, one good fish or a bunch of small fish, you know. I think people are after two things, numbers 
or big fish. Okay. So if you get a mixture of those, you're doing good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure like doing as much as you do, you know, some spots that, you know, you have yes. something. Oh, right. for sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and in all honesty, there's very few of those days out of right. the whole, out of the whole scheme. There's very few days. That's not like really good fishing days, you know, yeah. or at least mediocre days, you know, right. Uh, outside of the weather being, yeah. Terrible. And a lot of people just want us and drink their beer too. So there's always that's that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't catching no fish. Island let's, tour. Yeah. let's go pull up to Wahoos. And yeah. just, yeah. And you always know it. when you got a group of guys and it's, uh, you know, six thirty seven in the morning, you haven't left the dock <laughs> and they're, <laughs> Oh yeah. I might know some people like it's, that. It's all for a, uh, for yeah. an interesting day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just might, stay inside the boat. Yeah. I could have, I have a couple stories. Yeah. Well, I've never had anybody like belligerently drunk or anything like that, but I've had some people have great times and that's what it's all about. That's what, that's why. Yeah. These people might work. They might be doctors, lawyers, attorneys, whatever, right. and they want to go relax, or they might be just normal guys like us, you know. Yeah. And they just want to relax. So yep. Or not it, have to deal with the headache of. It's of what it's head. about, you know. Of owning a boat and trailering a boat and everything like that. You do the math on it, man. It's not a bad way to no. just yeah. sell all your not shit all. and just charter no trips yeah. a few times a year, right? Hey, like, I have plenty of guys that do that 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 work full time jobs, don't want the headache of maintenance, and you know, right. when boats sit, boats break. And yeah. that's what happens, you know. Yeah, bad, I have bad one fuel. sitting right now. As yeah, we I'm speak. sorry. <laughs> I'm about to say I'm not smart enough to do that. I'd rather pay the note and have the boat sit there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, what? Uh, why Ocean Springs? Is that because that's where um, you live? Close to town, convenience, and uh, yeah, pretty. I live, you know, Latimer area. Yeah. Um, so okay. I live just north of Interstate. So it's it's that's a straight shot. Yeah. I got bait, tackle, ice, everything I need there. Yeah. It's easy. It's convenient. Um, in the future, I may get a slip somewhere, possibly Biloxi. Uh, I haven't really thought all that through yet, but uh, that's probably the next step. What uh, what yeah. boat do you fish? Um, you I have about? a uh, Skeeter Bay boat with a 250 Yamaha, and it's it's doing good. Um, in 22? The 22 and a half. 22 yeah, it's, and a half. It's basically the same width as their 24, but it's got higher sides, so it's you feel like you're more in the boat instead right. of about to fall out like some lower gunnel bay boats. Right, right. A lot of room to fish on that boat? Yeah, it's good. It does great. Hell yeah. You do, uh, we, we, I don't think we mentioned it yet. You also are a guided hunt, right? Correct. You do that as well? Correct. Yeah. Different, different boat, but I, uh, d- guide, uh, diver ducks. Okay. Um, I get all walks of life for that, but we mostly target redheads, bluebills and buffalo heads. And, uh, yeah, it's doing good. What, what that's, made you decide? Awesome. Yeah. What made you decide Man. to add that into the mix? Is it? So I have not been duck hunting my whole life. Um, shout out to, uh, Patrick Natel, Bobby Davidge, the fourth. They took me duck hunting probably seven or eight years ago i did not know it existed down here you know it's kind of crazy thinking yeah. all these birds are coming from canada or alaska or wherever they're coming to migrate down here but uh man i went the first time we shot one till that day and uh i was kind of addicted I, you know i get people to ask me back to fishing for a second and, yeah. and, and all walks of things on the water you know it's, uh, some people i don't know why i get this term they call me a waterman there's not just fishing or hunting man there's there's crawfishing, there's frog gate, frog gigging, there's alligator yeah. hunting. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a commercial flounder gigging boat from 18 to the last year. I just sold it because I don't have time to do it, but I used to gig flounder all the time, every, every I don't know, three yeah. four days a week. Um, but there's a whole realm of things to do on the water, and I did not know that duck hunting existed on the coast. Duck hunting exists every state. Yeah. Everywhere you can go, you can kill a duck. You, right. might, you go have to work. You go have to work down here for sure because it's not yeah. it's not simple. And you're Saltwater not, duck hunting is yeah. a whole different level. I mean, but you got marsh, you got flooded timber, you know, um, yeah. you say North Pasigula, wood ducks. There's wood ducks just about in every state Everywhere, in the south. Yeah. Um, but no, I started hunting the marsh for years. And I tell you what kind of changed. I, I, whatever I do, I kind of get dedicated to and get obsessed with. Right. You know, I'll jump from thing to thing. It's how I am. Like fishing, like, hey, I love catching big speckled trout. But when that slows down or something, I want to go catch triple tail. Then I might want to go catch Kobe and then snapper and keep going and going. But back to the duck hunting, um, I hunted the marsh for a long time, you know, shooting teal, gray ducks, 
different stuff. And uh, I think it was maybe about five, six years ago. I was like, man, diver ducks, diver ducks. Why would people want to hunt these, you know? And with wood ducks and marsh duck hunting, most of them fly early and they're done. Like wood ducks, man, after 20 minutes, you might as well walk out. You're not going to see another one unless you jump one. But uh, I started diver hunting and I realized they fly all day. And it's something different. You shoot a lot of birds. You know, okay. It's good birds. And you don't, you don't know what waters, what duck is in the sound. There's probably been every species of duck that you could possibly want at some point come in the sound. But anyways, I, over, I transitioned over to, to diver duck hunting and got obsessed with it and uh, started guiding. So it's been man, good. That's, yeah. that's crazy, man. The water, awesome. water can get choppy. I tell you what, I've taken a butt beating this past week. Where, yeah. where do you hunt that particular I duck? hunt everywhere, man. I put a lot of time in scouting. Scouting is like key to everything. And these birds So that's move. the day you don't have a trip? You just go out there and ride yeah, around? Yeah, well, have to... like the first probably two or three weeks before the season, I'm out every day. I'm probably fishing as I'm scouting. Right. Cool. But cast I'm and from, blast? Yeah, well, then it's cast before it's opening. But yeah, just looking, man. Yeah. Binoculars, a lot of glass time. Okay. And they move all season. Are they, they move. up in the marsh areas, like you said? or like Pretty much on all the outskirts, but op- the open Mississippi Sound, basically. Really? Um, from shallow to deep, they can be anywhere. Well, wow. there's a lot of places you just you can't just pull up and shoot guns. Right? That's, that's Cor- what, correct. That, yeah. That's what I'm trying I mean, to figure yeah. out here. Like, how yeah. do you, how do you, what's the laws on that? Um, as long as you're not in city limits and you're on the open sound, you're good. Okay. That makes sense? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But there's a lot of, you know, coastal marsh hunting towards Louisiana line, Alabama line, and some places in between that people, you know, target other ducks, but it's pretty much open Mississippi Sound. Okay. Are they, yeah. Do they taste good? Yes. So there's a lot of misconception about divers <laughs> being fish eaters. Not true. Totally. Um, redheads are more vegetarian than mallards. They're delicious. Really? Uh, buffalo heads are so small. They're basically eating seagrass and the roots of the seagrass, which are called tubers. Okay. But uh, they're good. Um, Bluebills can be a little stronger, but most of the ones yeah. we have taste really good. It's all like, it's all diet. So, you know, you got, you got a bird eating in a sewage pond. I don't think you're going to want to eat no, him. No, right. But if they're, no, no. if they're, if they're vegetarians and eating grass, you know, yeah. all winter, they're the good. last ones I ate was been a few years ago. And I, what kind were they? You remember? I think they were a wood duck. Teal's yeah. always been the best. What, what, yeah, what, what, what for as far as inland ducks, wood duck and teal doesn't get much better than that. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't super they huge like, on it, man. I don't know. Really? That would, well, duck, well, look, you know, how, humans, how, do you, how do you, let's get into that. How do you eat, how do you cook your duck? When you, when you're going to go for a duck, what's your favorite Can I duck say with recipe? heat? <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually the perfect said, response. Yeah. You said, how did you eat them? I was going to say with my mouth yeah, and a fork. You're, you're, you're um, fitting man, right in. You're fitting right in. Perfect duck recipe. So look, everyone does duck poppers, right? They do, uh, Cream cheese, oh, yeah, jalapeno, yeah, yeah. bacon, bacon, bacon. grill. Yeah. Every that's the number one way I assume right. that dove and duck, duck is cooked. Yeah, yeah um, but I like to grill them. You can marinate them with like Dell's steak season and grill them like a steak. But the key with duck is one, it needs to be room temperature, just like a good steak before you cook it. And two, you really don't want to go above medium rare. That's yeah. when they get stronger. Yeah. You do want to get the blood out of them. But uh, man, you can brown them in a skillet. You can do uh, crock pot duck. You can do or I'm sorry, pot roast duck. Uh, but there's a bunch of different ways, man. You gumbo. can fry it. We man. always had gumbo. Gumbo. Duck oh gumbo. yes, man. There's an old time recipe I got for uh for duck gumbo. It's actually coot gumbo. But that's a whole other story. Yeah. We don't want to talk <laughs> about them. I ate uh I ate some rabbit a couple yeah. years ago, and that was legit. But Tender. Duck, yeah. It what was. about Nutria? You ever ate Nutria? No. Seriously, so you, you eating know, it? You know, Nutria is one of the healthiest meats you can eat. They look <laughs> delicious. They live su- <laughs> such short lives. Is that true? Yeah. No. No shit. They right, uh, they live. So in a nutshell, they're vegetarian. They live short lives. And they grow fast, so they basically they don't have time to get toxins in their body. Okay, just don't let the rat tail confuse you. Yeah, but uh, when you, it, I've only eaten, eaten two, man. I got a friend um, that's a big trapper, and it's fur fur guy sells fur and uh, sells a lot of meat too. And uh, 
But now nah, he was telling me this, and I tried to last year, but uh, they're actually pretty good. Wow. I, I, I believe that. I've never had Man, it when you when you skin it out, it looks just like rabbit meat, but it's got a hint of like, it sounds weird, it's got a hint of like berry or nut flavor to it. Wow. Because the reason I say I believe you is because uh, we I recently went on a hunt in Texas, and we had a, um, a wildebeest. And we ate that. And the, and the guy told me, I was like, there's no way this is going to taste good. This is a big testosterone bull of an animal, right? Yeah. He's like, no, trust me. Take the back strap, go home, cook it. Cook it like a steak. And that's what we did. And I was like, holy shit. Like, it, it was good. You know? A lot yeah. of animals out there that probably don't taste good. That's probably true, too. You said you don't think there is? I said I don't uh, think Carnivores. Okay, yeah. 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 I mean, you can eat them. Don't know why. You know, cats and bears and stuff you can eat, but that's not for me. I don't think I've ever had any I don't bear. Think I, have, I don't think I've ever had anything like that. I've eaten alligator, yeah. though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Alligator's He's good. good. Tail, yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. I've never had, I don't think, any any. Other. You can you can chop your ducks up, too, and fry them, man. It's, it tastes like chicken nuggets. You do yeah. any alligator hunting at all? Not for chartering, just for fun. I've killed, yeah, maybe been part of maybe killing six. Matter of fact, that big one I got killed this past year. Yeah. I hunted him two years ago for five nights in a row. Never could get close. So. The one in Mary Walker? Shout out to... Uh, Wasn't that the one he killed it? Right I think it was Walker? David Soche that killed it. Yeah, Mary Walker. I think yeah. it was a beast, son. Okay. 13 foot or something? <laughs> I remember hearing about that in Mary yeah. Walker. Yeah. I think it was there for a Giant while, man. Can. All snapper season and come and eat your snapper. As soon as alligator season come and got smart. You disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Trust you get me. big. He didn't get 13 get foot. Yeah, yeah, no reason. Being stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, two years ago, I spent like five nights in a row chasing that dude. Never could get within... Eh. Not even 100 yards. You know. How does that work? What, what, what is the process should've behind a, that? So, should put a clock in it. So base, basically, <laughs> and, and, you know, That's good. In, uh, in Mississippi, you know, you got to draw tags to get one, yeah, but yeah, you can't have yeah. any bait. You basically got to snag them with a rod and reel. So you got to get close enough to uh, trouble hook hooking, right? Yeah. That's, That's crazy. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Just yeah. looking for the eyes. Just the big ball. They're right? smart, man. They see the spotlights day one, and they, they know what's up. It's time to I've go. watched swamp people, so I'm pretty sure I could do it. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you look like a swamp person. Yeah, yeah I'm from, I'm from that <laughs> way. Uh, that's killer. Um, what uh, what Did the Bonnie Carey thing mess you up at all this year? Like, What, what, yes. what was that like for you? Um, and, the, and the algae, all that shit, right? Yeah. Let's be honest here. Uh, so no lie, you know, the algae was bad in uh, Long Beach, Pashkashan. We all saw the Nickelodeon yeah. slime green on yeah. the top yeah, of the water. yeah. And it, uh, you know, we had a lot of fresh water. It was tough. I tell you, the toughest part was keeping bait alive. I had to get bait and recirculate. If I drew any water in from the from the sound, the fresh water would kill it within like ten minutes. Man, I, we, uh, I lost my button bait this year. But anyways, uh, no, there was fish to be found. But we were blessed being over here, kind of away from it a little bit. But then yeah. when the media, well, when they closed the beaches at Ocean Springs and Biloxi, yeah, yeah, I was on the water that day, and it just got slightly saltier. More bait fishing I've ever seen. I think that was like, I think that was in July when they closed it over here. And man, it got, the fishing got good. And the media just kind of uh, strewed it a little bit. Okay. And we didn't have visitors and we weren't running trips and there's fish to be there. And I know they had all the beaches closed, but uh, man, it was, it looked healthy and great. The water got clearer, saltier. Right. And, uh, but yeah, we heard a lot. Is that man. algae staying close to the shore? Is that right? Does it make Yeah. Know? So that, that was, you know, a green algae bloom, which was from fresh water from all the pesticides and fertilizers feeding it. But, uh, yeah, it stayed close in and it kind of dispersed as it went out. Um, so even with the beaches closed in those bad areas, technically you still could have went right out and yeah, caught fish, right? Yeah. yeah. There's just, there's just there a liability are, there. And, yeah, and, a, and yeah. but the, the main problem Somebody is people weren't sick. coming. They That's said, right. Oh, yeah. well let's, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's in the casino industry too. People just weren't coming. Yeah. They were going down the road to orange beach or wherever. So the lack of, you know, tourists here just phone didn't ring this summer. That's and that, that's, I mean, that's everybody. It's not me. I'm sure every charter yeah. boat here on the coast right. um, had a struggle with it this year. I'm 
It's what not you, good when you got to pay your bills. Too. I was going to say, what, what, you as a charter boat captain, like, how do you deal with that? I mean, you just got to be obviously it's, smart and have money, you know. A, a lot of it's the trips you already got booked and the ones you try to get is being honest with them and what the situation is. Uh -huh. Honesty and communication is definitely key. And uh, on four-hour trips, when I normally don't go further out, I didn't go further out or go further east or just get away from it. To, so you're telling uh, your clients, like, hey, there's ways that I can maybe get yeah, around this Say, hey, stuff. the beach is closed for the half mile or whatever it is let's just go further out we'll jump and the ship just, just eat the, eat the fuel like bill and yeah. take them and make some money you know yeah. damn so it's just it's just how it was and that's everybody on the coast i mean the guys the guys on the west end of the state had it real bad yeah they were going to chandelier louisiana marsh they every day so they were they were burning yeah. i hope well. that's one thing that through this podcast we can kind of express to people because i'm learning it myself too is just like what what it is to be in that business right i mean you, yeah, like you said people show up they see you in the boat they get in they fish they leave they yes. take their fillets in the back and that's what it should be but yeah there's a, hopefully we and educate people. Yeah, there's there's a lot of work behind, lot the behind the scenes. And I think sure. I think honestly, most of them all know that and appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do y'all have any type of uh, association from all the charter boat captains around here that's of, that's of any significance that y'all can you know, help each other out? Or yeah, we um we have a few um, multimedia pages for uh, licensed captains only where uh, we can talk about issues. Okay, and get them brought up and stuff like that. Clo closed circuit um, certified captains only from the state of Mississippi. But uh, awesome. But yeah, man, we definitely talked about it and. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. And a matter of fact, I heard the river's high as ever uh, up north right now. So hopefully it's not a repeat this year because yeah. it's yeah. common. Yeah, I, I saw uh, Delbert Hoseman gave a couple good speeches. Oh, really? Uh, well, these are a few months back, you mm -hmm. know, about the possibility of them not opening the Bonnie Carey as much and as long. There's the the Morganza spillway, I think, it's is a little Baton Rouge. further yeah. north no, that wouldn't hopefully. I don't remember. One of them's in Baton Rouge. But possibly utilizing that one I instead. Um, you know, obviously he's not the, um, he's now lieutenant governor, not secretary of state. Um, so hopefully that plan continues and that the focus still continues on, on that whole entire issue yeah um but do y'all have anyone that's that's lobbying for y'all that's like trying that has a, a line of communication to the state government there there is uh we also have a charter for hire task force um that we meet with the dmr okay and uh they just had a meeting I, I, I was hunting in venice for fun um a few weeks ago they just had a meeting um but there's there's stuff like that where um all the charter boat captains come together and talk about issues with with the state government, you know, DMR, and see what they can do about it. But uh, but yeah, they have their trust me, they got some lobbyists going on. Good stuff Good. like that. Because I mean, it's definitely they, an ongoing thing, you right? Know? They need to know what 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 y'all y'all are experiencing as well. Yeah, right? yeah, they're what, they're aware. They they know now. So. What's what's y'all's relationship with the DMR? How is is that some uh, a resource for y'all? I mean, obviously yeah, you're sure, in communication man. with them all the time. I'm sure. But, yeah. Uh, they do that from time to time. Oh, uh, is that but them it, drilling again? No, no it's the it's uh, somebody cutting grass. Like every time right. we record one, it just shows up. But <laughs> all this fine. was like saw or something about yeah, that. Right. Like, is this do, a game? Uh, do they uh, do? Are, are they? And you feel like an advocate for y'all? I mean, are they something that a resource or an obstacle? For sure, or man. How does that go? Uh, let me just leave it at this. It's the government. It's <laughs> well, the you know, government. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, nah, yeah. they help as much as they can for sure. You know, so they do a good job. Okay. We're, well, hopefully, we'll get some of them guys in here to come talk yeah, about for it, sure. like from their perspective, right? What they see, what they're trying to do, exactly. what they're trying to accomplish. Yep. Conservation. Have, hopefully, there is so many issues, um, not good or bad. There's just so many issues to keep track of. They're working their tails off. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. A there's a lot of stuff going on. So it's it's hard for them to focus on one thing for sure. Absolutely. What uh, what's on the what's on the horizon for you, man? I mean, just to continue, obviously, uh, booking trips. But yes. I mean, what are you looking to? Uh, you know, obviously going to continue both both hunting and, and fishing? Correct. So Yeah, um, 
bigger boat eventually and uh hopefully multiple boats eventually and okay that's what i'm getting yeah I don't, I don't have any retirement so i gotta yeah. do something <laughs> you you work in inshore and off y'all do you do snappers so right yeah right now um not so much cobia we catch a few inshore but um i do snapper trips you know the state for higher guides only get a really small season right. yeah. um i'm not federally permitted the federal permanent guys you know they get 60 days yeah they got it um but um but now I fish pretty much from the islands in, and then I snapper fish um, and just be on the island. So uh, a little bit of everything, you know. So yeah. hopefully to grow, uh, what what would uh, like another? You said a bigger boat, and then obviously yeah, have maybe a, a couple uh, boats, right? Some people yeah, working for you. Correct. You? Yeah, I have another boat right now. I'm about to start rebuilding. It's going to be probably a year or two projects. So that'll be the next one. Uh, it'll be kind of a do it all boat. Uh, it's a catamaran boat, and uh, right. that'll get me offshore and to the islands more comfortably and uh hold more people so that'll be the next step and then uh from there who knows oh yeah man are you uh you all out of, in the boat y'all ever go wade you ever wade um it's really hard to get people to wade in the yeah, water um from here um you know a lot of what we have is tourists and families and stuff like that right. and like like first timers you know but um yeah. every once in a while i get some more experienced people that that may want to wade and uh honestly i don't think i've even done a wade fishing trip that i can think of but you never know. I, de yeah. I definitely would yeah. jump on the opportunity. I'm sure if somebody asked you, you could make it happen, yeah. right? Correct. <laughs> I love Correct. waiting. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are like, ooh, sharks, alligators. Yeah, you know I mean? People are fascinated. There's alligators at the islands. Yeah. Yeah. Big ones. <laughs> yeah. Big ones. Yes, big, indeed. Big, indeed. big ones. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, everywhere. What, did, did, what is, uh, if people want to find you online, what do they need to look up on Facebook, Instagram? I'm sure, I know you're on both of those. That's yeah, why I saw in, you. Instagram, I'm uh, at Barlow Starters. And uh, Facebook, you can look up Barlow's Charters and Guide Services. And uh, my website's barlowscharters.com. Okay. So, so they, you can look me up on any of those three platforms. Shoot you a message if somebody's listening to this and they're Correct. looking to uh, have a good time on the water and go catch some fish, man. Reach Correct. out and touch it, huh? That's awesome. What, uh, is there anything that we didn't touch on, man, that you want to say? I mean, you know, that's, that's from your perspective or anything, uh, any issues that we're not aware of that's going on? Not, not right now. Uh, everything's been going pretty good. You know, yeah. the, the, the key to down here is, man, we got a lot of diversif diversification. There's a lot of different yeah. species to catch. You yeah. Know? Obviously, they've been hammering the sheep's head uh, this fall and winter, which has been awesome. You know, so that usually kicks off our season in March, February, March. Bumper crop this year, right? What's huge. that? Bumper crop this yeah. year. Huge sheephead season. There's been oh, big really? ones. Yeah. So typically, yeah. you know, March is the, uh, the one time they spawn, and that's when we do really good with them. But uh, this has been an epic uh, fall and oh. winter bite. I wonder if there's any correlation there with any of the things that we've talked about, or is it just one you know? Of the I, I have a theory that all that fresh water pushed them over to the east instead okay. of Louisiana marsh and hanging out there during summer, so and that they more? came back this way. I don't know. That's just that's just a thought, my opinion. But uh, there's definitely a lot of them. Um, you know, in a normal year, people catch them in fall and winter, but not by the mass numbers they've been catching them this yeah, year. Yeah. It's, it's, I've that's, seen that's some that's a lot. Kind of y'all savior this year, right? I for mean, sure, for, for this time of year. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of even the even the big charter boats that you know mostly troll at the islands and do stuff like that. They've been still running, you know, catching sheep's head consistently. So uh, it's you been like good. They're not bad eating. I, I think they're. Okay. I'd rather eat it than a trout. What? Yeah, I've heard people say that. Base snapper. You know, I've heard, you know, I've heard like, people say that. Yeah, <laughs> they're oh, good, man. Yeah, hard to clean. Have, but I was gonna say, do you have a special way of uh, cooking it? Uh, we make fake crab cakes out of them a yeah, lot. I've heard of that. Um, cool. Just boil the meat ten minutes with crab oil, mm -hmm. let it cool, uh, dice up some onions and peppers, saute it, and uh, mix it up with some eggs and breadcrumbs and. Brought a little bit of olive oil. Dropping delicious. a lot of recipes on the podcast today. Sounds yeah, I got those, Yeah, it's in the south. Gotta we gotta have recipes. Yeah, <laughs> y'all better, better be writing this down. Yeah, duck recipes. Speaking of recipes, recipes. Uh, let's talk about some other stuff. You ever uh, frog gig down here? Uh, I, or ate wild frog? Yes. Yeah, I yeah I've that. eaten that. And they taste amazing. Man, yeah, when, I was, when I was driving over here, I was thinking, you know, I haven't been duck hunting my whole life. I didn't know about it. I've been duck hunting eight years. Frog gig, and it probably went five years ago with a buddy. Right. 
and I've ate them at like you know Asian buffets, and they're like, mm-hmm. eh. But that's man, the frogs here—that's not a good representation. Because <laughs> it like folks. tastes like bubble gum. Yeah, well, I just tell not. people: imagine the best chicken wing you've ever eaten in your yes. life, but more juicy and more flavorful, you, just delicious. Yeah. You, you know? mentioned that about the Asian buffet, though. Like I all every time I go to one of those and I look at the crawfish up there, I think to myself, I hope. Where did to, they come from? Well, that, and I hope <laughs> to God that there's no like out of town tourists that come down yeah, here and, and eat that and think like, why does everybody down here like crawfish? I had them at blah 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 buffet. <laughs> that is not a representation. Hey, I, I, of I had what some they clients uh, last spring, and I stopped by uh, a local store here and had some crawfish, and I brought them on the boat, man. That's and, uh, killer. I was like, man, you want some crawfish? They're like, yeah, we just ate some. I'm like, wait, you're from California? I'm like, hold up. He's like, yeah, every year I get them shipped in. We have a huge crawfish pool. I'm like, what the heck? I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, how much are you paying? <laughs> you know? well, as I was saying that, though, it, it is kind of a it's, good thing. It's expanded, you know? If yeah. they if people do try and don't like it selfishly, that keeps the prices lower for us. <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I mean? But if uh, I'm sure anybody that uh, is in the crawfish business, they're yeah. like, screw you, yeah. asshole. We want the prices to go up, right? Well, it, yeah. they're cheap but, this year well, already. Well, they're like, really. super cheap. You know, uh, a friend of ours, Brandon uh, Sherman, yeah. big shout out to him. He, uh, he lives in Tennessee. He's always out in Vegas and stuff. And he's d- talk, what you're talking about. He's ran into places that have crawfish bowls. Yeah. And he's like, what yeah. the hell are y'all doing yeah. boiling crawfish out here? And one of the times, if I remember correctly, him telling me it was like the people that owned the place, were they were from Louisiana. So, so they, they brought were having, it over. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it happens. And, you know, but when you do that, demand goes up. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. Well, look at a blue crab. You know, you think we'd have. God, you dude. think. I was just thinking about this the other day. As many blue crabs as we have, you think there'd be blue crab boils and stuff at restaurants and stuff like that? I mean, look at Maryland. You know, most Maryland crabs, a lot yeah. of them come from Louisiana. Right. They're right. what, $12 a dozen here? They go up there and they're $65 a dozen? Yeah, I know. But you think restaurants would capitalize on that and have big blue crab boils and show you how to pick them and stuff just for the My, my just dad for always the talks about, like, of it, used you know? to, they gave them things away. You yeah. couldn't, you know, you now. She had so many of them. Yeah. You eat them. And it's just different now. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they, they had a lot of more waterfront access than we do now. Yeah. A lot yeah. of waterfronts bought up now than back in the day when they were there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm guessing. I don't know. I would think so. It's a lot of work for a little bit of meat, but they're good. They it's so good. worth it, though, man. Thank There's, you, thank you, mom, for picking all these crab meat for me when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. I would just come in from playing. I was never inside. Yeah, no. Like, I was never inside to eat and yeah. come in. There'd be a, a bowl of crab meat. It's just like magic. And there'd You're be like, like cereal. And then there'd be peeled shrimp. I'm like, now, you know, older, I got to do all this work. I'm like, man, my mom did all this for me. Yeah. yeah. What it's she funny thinking? how life works. And then I got to pick my wife's, too. And yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like god bless yeah. what's going yeah. on here you can develop a routine and it gets a little bit yeah. quicker but it is it is tedious but it is you talk so, about, worth so it. for sure you talk about the flavor of duck meat you know we're so tied up on you know if you think about it the evolution of humans taste buds in america you know meat doesn't come from plastic <laughs> you know that's true we're right, used to true. we're used to beef pork chicken yeah. anything else our taste buds aren't used to you know yeah. it's a it's a, an assault it's different on yeah the palate, right? <laughs> uh so i guess we're giving the uh, rich and rare a thumbs up is that is that not, what we're doing? It's not bad. It's not, not much of a drinker, I'm, I'm but it's not bad. I'm trying to get y'all Folks, on the if boat. If you're following the podcast, man, I don't know. Maybe they need to sponsor. I need. They need to come. <laughs> we need to sponsor. Yeah, we're, we're bringing go, Richard go, Rare. Go. I don't. I can't really say this in good faith. Good, maybe go check it out. I don't go know check it out. You. I'm not. Do, a huge do yourself fan. a favor. <laughs> I'm not. Do I'm, yourself a favor. Uh, maybe you'll convert me, but right now I just I'm not with it. 1792 gives a thumb. Yeah, it gives a thumbs up. Like I like I told you, the John Emerald from Opelika, Alabama, is legit. I'm gonna bring you a bottle. Yeah, we did talk about. I think it was their first legal distillery since prohibition i think they uh, i don't know they've been out maybe eight or ten years um they they got them in georgia there's a few places i think they have them in Harrisburg and mobile but yeah. uh, i'll pick up a bottle but john emerald it is good you need to come back and we'll drink that bottle that and we'll talk more about what's going on with you um you know i, I want to have reoccurring guests on here man i want yeah, to keep, sure. keep you guys coming in here and talking letting us know what's going on uh and talking hopefully directly to a market that's interested in what y'all got to say so yeah 
Uh, thanks so much, everybody that's that stuck with us and has listened to it. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Chris, thanks for coming by, man. Thank Taking you, man. time Appreciate out of your day. It. I know Thank you're you. a busy guy yep. uh, oh, yeah. to come talk to us, man. So until the next one.